All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are, as always. And as always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is June 10th. 2021 and week 123 if you're new around here welcome to joy in the midst of the storm this is a program where we like to do weekly live stream bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter and if you've been with us for a while as we always like to say welcome back thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the lord as you can see from the title we'll be talking about seeking god for the wrong reasons what are you coming to god for i remember our very first live stream bible study way back in february of 2019 it was titled what are you coming to jesus for because we have a lot of earthly goals in life but that's just what they are earthly we won't be able to carry them over into our next life our next eternal life no matter the destination so we'll be talking about that tonight. I won't prolong it any longer. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. As always, uh, you guys know what we do. We like to start it with a prayer. Uh, if you guys are in an opportunity to join in with us, we encourage you to do so. Gracious Lord, thank you for another opportunity. Lord, you've been so amazing, so kind, so loving, so wonderful to us. Lord, we come first and foremost to say thank you. Lord, we're asking that you will continue to give us the right mindset. Keep us in the right state of mind. Keep us in a sober mind, a mind that can determine right from wrong, Lord, a mind that uh, will continue to be interested in the things that you want us to be interested in lord there's so many things that uh, out there that are out there trying to attract our attention lord but help us to stay focused help us to keep our minds stayed on thee lord we want that perfect peace lord continue to uh, bless our families lord we're asking for our unsaved loved ones that they would be saved that they would hear something that would encourage them to continue on and seek you, find out more about you. Lord, we're praying for our friends, our our loved ones. Lord, we're asking that you would just continue to help us to see what it is that we need to see. Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight that your word would go forth and none of our words would go forth. Lord, we're asking that you continue to lead and guide us, continue to open our understanding and our ears. And Lord, we're also praying that you will continue to remind us that no matter what happens to us, there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. So, Lord, we're praying these blessings in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we're going to move tonight to John chapter six, and we're coming from verse 22. That's John chapter six, verse 22 um, is where we'll. Uh, start, but before we do that, let's actually read the focus verse. Uh, that's verse 26. Uh, and Melvin already introduced it. We're talking about seeking God for the wrong reasons. You know, a lot of times in life, we can tell when someone has uh, bad intentions, when someone is doing something with the wrong purpose. Uh, sometimes you might not be able to tell, but a lot of times we can tell when someone is up to no good. We can we can see 
it might take us a little while, but after a while, we're able to figure that out. You know, God already knows what we're coming to him for. He knows before we crawl off of our bed at night. (laughs) He knows what we're getting down on our knees to ask for. He knows. Hopefully, whatever it is, it's with the right intentions. So we're going to see a group of people tonight who were following Jesus for the wrong reasons. And so I pray that we don't get caught in this condition because God sees. When we say he knows our heart, you are right. (laughs) He does. He knows. So let's let's look at verse 26 here, Melvin, if you will. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. Jesus says to these people, now, this is the next day after the two fish and five loaves. We know the miracle. He fed over 5,000 men and women, over 5,000 men and women and children. And the next day, some of these same people came looking for him again because they began to be hungry. They wanted him to do something else for them. So Jesus got to the point. He said, you're not coming to me because of the miracle. You're coming to me for the food. We, they were coming for the wrong reasons, not Because Jesus is and was and will be their savior. Not for that reason. To save them from their sins. To lead them and guide them into everlasting life, into heaven. They weren't coming to him for that reason. They were only coming for what they can get. And you know we have people like that around us. There's a lot of people, they will only come just because they want something. Sometimes you see a number you hadn't seen pop up in your phone. You say, well, I know they want something. Hmm. Might be true. But are they coming for the right reason? We find here a group of people coming for the wrong reason. So let's go back up to verse 22 so we can... kind of get a little little more of an understanding of this story the day following now this is the day after the two fish and five loaves I know we know about the two fish and five loaves we've heard the story but we don't know about the day after that because these people continue to live on so the next day uh uh-huh When the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there, Mm -hmm. save that one whereinto his disciples were entered, and that Jesus went not with his disciples into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone. Now, they're out looking. (laughs) They're looking, trying to see where Jesus is. They said, all right, there's the disciples. There's Peter. I see James, I see John, I see Jude, I see all these people, but we don't see Jesus. So they're standing and watching, 
you know, when people want something, they'll watch. They'll look. They're waiting for the opportunity to get what it is that they want. So they're looking for Jesus again. All right. Albeit, there came other boats from Tiberias, not unto the place where they did eat bread. Mm -hmm. After that, the Lord had given thanks. They did, eat, they did eat the bread. Go ahead, man. When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples. They didn't see him. Uh huh. They also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. Now, they have crossed the water looking for Jesus. Still looking for him. Go ahead, man. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, finally found him. Finally found him. Uh huh. They said unto him, Rabbi, when camest thou hither? <laughs> they want to know how he got there. When did you get over here? We've been looking for you. Not because they missed him, not because they just loved him so much. Because they wanted to get something from him. So they said, when did you get over here? Uh-huh. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. He said, look, you coming for the wrong reason. I already know this. See, he already knew what was in their heart. He already knew they were coming for the wrong reasons. He said, you're seeking me because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. Searching for a meal. Talked about it uh, yesterday. You know, we'll go all over the place for a meal. It's like we never heard of food a day in our lives. If we find out there's going to be some food somewhere, we say, man, I got to go. They got food. <laughs> we we feel the need to go but now we should be coming to God for more than these things more than a meal more than a bed more than a house more than a car more than a wife more than a husband it should be more than that it should be for more than that so Jesus said, you're seeking me because you did eat. Go ahead, man. Labor not for the meat which perisheth. Labor not for the meat that perisheth. He said, don't work so hard. For this, we work hard in life. We work hard for whatever it is that we're getting. We work hard for the food, the clothes, the cars, the trucks, whatever. We work hard for it. And that's fine. But he said, what you really should be putting effort in for is this. Go ahead, man. But for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life. We need to be working hard for everlasting life. We need to put in an effort to be saved. That's what they should have been seeking Jesus for. Lord, I want to be saved. Found a rich man, came to Jesus, said, good master, what must I do? He said, what do I need to do so that I can inherit eternal life? That's what we need to be coming to him asking. 
Not Lord. <laughs> I'm just here for a meal. I'm just here for a family, for a child. We should, we should want more than that. These are good things. We need food. We need all of these things. Clothing, we need it. But our ultimate goal should be everlasting life. That's what we need to seek him for. So yeah, it's nothing wrong with praying for these other things. He's not saying that. But what's our ultimate goal? What's the end goal? There's a lot of times where we pray to God for something. And once we get that thing, we walk away from God. We got what we wanted. We were asking for the wrong reasons. We see that happen in life all the time. People will pretend that they care about you. That we say, oh, that person was so nice. Yeah, they were nice to get what they wanted. And once they've gotten what they want, they're no longer nice. <laughs> you can't even get them to respond to you anymore. You say, yeah, I, I texted them. I called them. They won't say anything back. Because they got what they wanted. We're doing the same thing to our God, seeking him for the wrong reason. Once we get what we want, we no longer know him. He's no longer important. We don't have time for him anymore. So this is what we find. Jesus said, look, don't labor for that which perish. You need to work for the things that will last forever. Let's go down, Mel. Which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. Mm -hmm. Then they said unto him, What shall we do, that we might work the works of God? They said, What do we need to do to do the works of God? Uh huh. Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. Believe him. It takes work to believe. Because it's going to take some actions that prove you believe. God wants us to prove we believe. He already knows. But we still need to prove it. We're really proving it to ourselves because we don't know. We don't know how we'll respond in a lot of these situations. We say we'll do a certain thing. Until the time comes, we get nervous. We do the opposite. We do the exact opposite. So Jesus said, this is the work that you need to be focused on. This is what you need to work on. Work on believing in me. Believing in him. Go ahead, Melvin. Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. Mm -hmm. They said, therefore unto him, what sign showest thou then that we may see? And believe thee. <laughs> they said, well, show us something then. If we need to believe in you, let's see something. But interestingly, he has already shown them so much. He has fed 
all of those people with two fish and five loaves. Two fish and five loaves. It won't even be enough to feed me. Let alone 5,000. I need more than two pieces of fish when I eat. Like, man, I'm still hungry. Look at what he's did thus far. You know, if God never does anything else for us for the rest of our lives, hasn't he done enough already? If this is our last day, can we really get mad at God? Can we really say, God, you owed me more? Can we really feel that way as if he needs to show us something else? He's did enough already. So they said, show us something so that we'll believe in you. See, they were coming for the wrong reason. They were trying to get something. And they weren't going to give up. They said, no, nah, let's let's try a little harder now. Go ahead, man. What does that work? Mm -hmm. Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. See, they're still talking about food. Jesus is talking to them about eternal life. Receiving eternal life. And they're still talking about food. They said our fathers did eat manna as bread. Mm -hmm. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. He said, look, Moses gave them bread. By the power of God. Moses helped these people to get bread. They said, what are you going to do? See, they're coming for the wrong reason and coming with the wrong attitude. Jesus said, you need to be concerned about eternal life. That was the best thing he had to offer. And it still is today. But so often we can't talk to people about eternal life because they only want to talk about the natural right now and the natural is fine. But we have to remember there is a life after this. It's going to take more than just saying the words I believe. I didn't say it was going to take more than believing. It's going to take more than saying I believe. See, let's get that in the book of Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8 and let's start let's start at verse 12 I want to get someone who believed but he still was coming to God for the wrong reasons so Acts chapter 8 and verse 12 but when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God mm -hmm. and the name of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. they were baptized both men and women now look at this carefully they believe Philip went down there preaching. They believed him. And they got baptized. All right. Then Simon himself also believed. Now, this man, Simon, also. The scripture made sure to point him out because. 
the writer is trying to teach us something here. Don't come to him for the wrong reason. It won't work. So Simon believed also. That's Jesus. He believed in Jesus. Uh-huh. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. He was even baptized. He believed and was baptized. All right. Now, when the apostles, which were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of God, mm -hmm. they sent unto them Peter and John. Drop down to verse 17. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Sent Peter and John down there to pray for Philip, excuse me, Simon, and the rest of these people whom Philip had preached to so that they could receive the Holy Ghost. So now Peter and John come down, lay hands on the people. Now these people believed and they were baptized, including Simon. Go ahead, Melvin. And when Simon saw that through laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. This man said, look, I'll pay you guys for this. Uh-huh. Saying, give me also this power that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. <laughs> he said, look, I want to pay you guys to give me this power. I want to be able to lay hands on people. And they receive the Holy Ghost. You know, I seen a video one time, Melvin, of this preacher pointing his hands around, pointing his fingers around, and people were just falling out. I don't know what they, <laughs> I don't know what they were trying to uh, proclaim, but I know from Scripture we don't have the power to point our hands. And people just falling out all over the place. I mean, hundreds of people just falling out. We can't play with God. We can't come to him for the wrong reasons. So this man, Simon, he said, give me this power. I want to be able to use this to make some money. He said, I'll pay you guys for it. He had a bigger payday in mind. He was going to make some money off of this. You know, we can't make money in the wrong way. In a way that God doesn't want us to. There's something God doesn't want us to make. Some things we shouldn't even be making money off of. This is the gift of God. We can't charge people. To give them God. So. Let's. Uh, let's read verse 20. But Peter said unto him. Thy money perish with thee. He said thy money. Is going to perish with thee. Jesus told them. He said don't labor. For the meat that perish. He said don't work so hard. For the things that's going to perish. Don't work so hard for that. That's not the most important thing. Now, when we read verse 20, he says, but Peter said unto him, thy money perish with thee. He said, your money is going to be lost just like you. It's going to perish just like you. 
Now this is a man who believed and was baptized. But look at what Peter tells him. He's coming for the wrong reasons. That's why. So he said, thy money perish with thee. Because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Go ahead. Thou hast neither part nor a lot in this matter. Mm -hmm. For thy heart is not right in the sight of God. He said, your heart's not right. It's a dangerous thing if our heart is not right. The Bible tells us only the pure heart shall see God. God, he is looking at your heart. He does know your heart. He knows if it's not pure. So he said, that money's going to perish with it. We can't come to him for the wrong reason. That's what Jesus dealt with. When he talked to those people who came on the ship trying to get to him, saying, look, show us a sign. Our fathers, they ate bread. We need to see it again. We'll know you come from God if you can feed us. He already did. It wasn't enough for them, though. But they were coming for the wrong reason. You know, if someone is coming for the wrong reason, you can never satisfy them. You can never satisfy them. No matter how hard you try, no matter how much you do, you'll never be able to satisfy them. And that's how Jesus was with these people. He couldn't satisfy them. So let's see what Simon's response was after hearing he had the wrong heart. Well, let's read what Peter said first. Repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, and mm -hmm. pray God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. He said, repent. You have to have a change of heart. That's what repentance is. We might, we might have started out doing things for the wrong reason. That doesn't mean we can't change. God has given us an opportunity to repent. He'll accept it. You know, we won't accept if somebody started out on the wrong foot. We say, man, first impressions mean everything. <laughs> God didn't say that. Because if so, we'd all be lost. We'd all perish. Because our first impression was bad. But look at how God allows us, has allowed us, to correct our first impression. And we won't give other people that chance, though. We say the first impression is everything. <laughs> Peter says, look, repent. See, that, that this was Peter's first impression of this guy. He said, this man is in the wrong mindset. He is under the wrong mindset. He said, this is wicked. You need to repent. So he said, repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness. Uh-huh. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness mm -hmm. and in the bond of iniquity. All right. Then answered Simon and said, pray ye to the Lord for me, that none of these things which ye have spoken come upon me. He said, look, I want you to pray for me also. That none of this will happen. This man repented. He did what Peter said. If only we would repent. We might have started out 
for the wrong reasons. But we have an opportunity to change. We have an opportunity to get corrected. That's what it's about. So. We see we can seek him for the wrong reasons. And there's a lot of people doing that in the world. There's a lot of people doing that in the world we live in. So it doesn't have to be you, though. It doesn't have to be you. We just have to be willing to hear what thus saith the Lord. We have to be willing to change and repent. This man repented. Another thing we have to be willing to do. We can't cash in every opportunity that presents itself. There are some things we say, man, I can make a lot of money off so-and-so. It's not always about that. It's not always about that, though. It's about pleasing God because God is going to repay you. He's a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. But we got to be seeking him for the right reasons. So that's where we are tonight. We have to seek him for the right reasons. So I thank God for you guys. I hope and pray that we would all seek him for the purpose of being saved, the purpose that we love him. That's why we seek him, because he's been good to us. He cares about us. He's going to treat us fairly. He's going to treat us with respect. He's not like (laughs) we are with each other at times when we get upset or when we don't like each other. He sees different. So I thank God for you guys, as always. Um, I thank God that uh, he has just given me this type of mind because I didn't used to have it. That's why I said first impression. They're not everything because my first impression was horrible. I wasn't on the right track, but God began to give me the mind. He sent someone just like he sent Peter to tell me to repent. So I thank God for that. And I'm hoping and praying that we would repent after hearing that we need to repent. So. At this time, I will pass it back over into the hands of Melvin. Thank you guys once again. Yeah, I definitely do thank God that in his eyes, first impressions aren't everything. I remember um, a couple of years ago, I was really big on doing music production. And I'm not saying that I was just this big shot, but it definitely people knew where to come if they wanted to get their songs recorded and promoted, video edited, and all of that. And I just, you know, we have to thank God for the things that don't work in our favor, or we don't think that works in our favor at the time. We have to thank God for the things that don't go our way as well as for the things that do go our our way. Because you never know what God could be protecting you from. Now, my mindset was completely different than it is right now. I was just focusing on, you know, doing this music, getting this record label started and making sure that I'm straight and my immediate family is straight. But that's not the for one. I'm, I was doing this whole thing for the wrong crowd. You know, even though I'm not saying these things myself, I'm putting the lyrics together um, as far as mixing it with the song. I'm 
creating these promotional videos, sharing it on Instagram, Facebook, or or all these social media sites. Even though I'm not saying this, I'm kind of saying like, hey, I'm okay with this. I'm spreading all of this so you can hear it. I'm okay with the messages in this song when that is totally not the case. So my mindset had to change. And I also had to realize it's not just about me nor my natural family, but it's my family in Christ. And I thank God for that. And, you know, one place it says the devil has deceived the whole world. And he definitely has us deceived because, you know, we can do one thing and we can say that it is for God. But God would be totally against it. I remember one thing one uh, one thing Tony said a while ago. We think we can slap the name of Christ on anything, on absolutely anything. And just because we have that in there, then God approves of it. It reminds me of a verse in Isaiah somewhere. And it says, you know, seven women shall take a hold of one man and they're going to eat their own bread. They're going to wear their own apparel and they only want to take hold to the name of Christ so that they won't have to feel the reproach of their actions. You know, they do what they want to do and say, oh, well, I'm a Christian or the famous quote, God knows my heart and he definitely does know it. But um, we are deceived because we think that we're doing the works of God. We're doing the works of the devil. I remember seeing a post a while ago on social media and I was looking through the comments for whatever reason I just saw the comments first and um, a lot of people were saying girl God got your back shake the devil off do your thing God is on your side got you know comments like that like encouraging comments like that and then I and I actually saw what the post was about and it was this young lady wanting wanting to do some exotic dancing I'll say that <laughs> And saying that her parents didn't want her to do it. So, of course, in her mind, she thought that her parents just didn't want her, want her to have any fun. And so people were saying, that's just the devil talking. You know, God gave you this body. You don't think that you should show it off? And, you know, stuff like that. So, and, the, and those are the people that God was talking about. He said, um, many are going to come to me in that day saying, Lord, Lord, I did so many things in your name. And God is going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I know you not. So we have to be careful. We have to know that what we're doing is what God wants us to do. Pray for his will to be done over your own. And that's all I have to say. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's always a good topic. We always have a great time getting together and learning about God. So, again, that's every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy, and count it all joy again. If the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. You guys be blessed. Thanks again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you.
Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you.